0: What's, What's up? up? This is Draco, and this is Alicia, and you're now tuned into Odie OD
1: Podcast. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Period.
0: I don't know. Hello, everybody. Good. Hello. Hi.
1: Um, hello. We have gotten a lot of hate <laughs> yeah. mail. Uh, have we? Uh, not hate man, I'm just playing. But we have had a lot of people looking for us, and for a very good reason. And let me tell y'all something. When 2023 leave, I don't even want to talk about this year when man, it's gone. I just... don't want to even think about. I don't even want to wear Jordans because they got a 23 on the back on. Okay. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even want to do 23 and me. Like that's how bad 2023 has been to me, y'all. Draco having a tough time with this microphone for sure. Okay, there we go.
0: I'm over here struggling with the microphone, y'all. lot of I tried to make me a new setup and the little... whatever. I don't ever use this thing, so I don't know how to. I don't know how to work it, but I think I
1: got. It's me okay. A your, cool. your your audio sounds perfect. The microphone looks cute. You got on your on your painter's turtleneck or whatever it is. It's, a oh, it's not a turtleneck. Okay. Oh, it's definitely a t-shirt. Okay. So, anyways, let me give y'all a quick rundown of my life. All right. So. This year started going downhill in January. That's when my grandmother, well, my grandmother got sick in December. But January is when um, things really started to be like, you know, anything could happen. You know what I'm saying? Um, So it's one of those things where, you know, we know that everybody's going to die. And when it comes to grandparents, you also kind of, especially when they get to a certain age, you start to like think about these kind of things like, you know you 85 you 90 whatever it's the life expectancy is like what 77 so when they reach those ages you you kind of are blessed you are not even kind of you definitely are blessed but you also have to be realistic with what life looks like now me i thought my granddad was gonna live to be 100 plus don't know why couldn't explain it but i ten thousand percent could see it happening so anyway obviously we know how that story ends and it really uh, ruined me mentally in a lot of ways. It's really crazy. Never thought that death would impact me this way. I've lost a lot of people. I've lost a sibling. I've lost friends. I've lost all these different things. Now, my granddaddy and I, we have always been really close. I talk to him all the time. And um, yeah, when he passed away, I just could not believe it. It was just, sometimes I would be thinking, and I when I hear people say that, when I've heard people say this in the past, I'm like, okay. I be thinking like, maybe he not passed away. Maybe he not did. Maybe he's just... Maybe I had a dream. I don't know. Yeah. But like sometimes I would go to his contact in in my phone. Recently, um, my aunt gave me one of his sweaters. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It smells just like him. It's like really crazy. So anyway, I don't want to harp on this, but I have for myself, it's been really tough. And so it has had an impact on my work. My, my my professional work, it's been hard to focus. I've been needing to take time off. And then one thing that really sucked, and I think I talked about this the first time around the time he passed. But, like, life goes on. Work goes on. All these different things continue regardless of what you got going on. So now I'm logging into work. People are like, hey, what's up with this? What's the ETA? Can you process this faster? Can you? I'm just like, excuse you? You know what I'm saying? I really want to slap everybody if we're being totally honest. So now work is stressing me out. Work has uh-huh. gotten overwhelming. Um, I am the only person in my entire company with my responsibility. And I'm sure a lot of people can say the same thing, but I literally support every single employee in the entire company. So my email is always flooded. I'm always on high level projects. There's always a fire to put out. And it's just stressful. I can't lie. And I enjoy the type of work I do, but the capacity in which I do it, I think I need to like reevaluate. Um And, and to be quite honest with you, the amount of money that I make at this job, I have literally been paid the exact same thing to do ninety percent less. That's a fact. And so, um, not that it's solely about money, I'm very grateful to make the money I make and to make a living. But I also need to feel like I'm being paid what I worth. What I'm worth, especially in times where it's really stressful, it's like, dang, I could be doing something else. You know what I'm saying? I don't gotta be here. And I know for a fact that if I quit, y'all gonna be up the up the creek with no paddle. That's a fact. Oh, so anyway, yeah. um, on top of this, this is going on. My dog gets really sick. I went to Minneapolis. She was with a dog sitter. She's throwing up while she's with the sitter. I get back in town. She's still throwing up. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? Take her to the hospital. She got to stay there for three days. Turns out my dog got Addison's disease, which is a very complicated explanation. But long story short, her body does not produce enough um electrolytes. And her hormone that modifies stress does not function as intended, which means that any situation that makes her nervous, scared, sad, anxious can kill her, basically. um, so, mm. she can, so because of that, she has to be on medicine that regulates her hormones. She has to have a shot every 25 days. She has to take a medicine every single day, literally to keep her alive. Now, this particular situation pissed me off because some people around me, you know, people really don't appreciate dogs and animals. I get it, especially if you never had a pet. I understand how easy it could be like F that dog or F, like I say F them kids. I really, I really don't mean F them kids, but what I'm saying is I ain't got no kids. So when people say F them dogs, I think it's because they don't have a dog, but people have said things like, you know, they'll put their dog down. They'll let it die. Oh, Oh, well, well. for the dog. Oh, well, and it's very easy to say, right. But I, I almost get it. It's very easy to say that when you don't have a pet. Let me tell you something. The dogs, they become a part of your family. First of all, you have them as a baby when they're so cute and you see little cute things they do. They grow up. They start to develop a personality. They they establish uh, per, uh, behaviors and habits. They become very attached to you. They literally rely on you for a quality of life. So it's very natural to create, to generate this love for an animal, for a species that you didn't have to birth. And so with that, when the dog is sick and you see them acting differently, their behavior is off. They're not. They're not eating their food. Their Hazel lost six pounds in two days. You could literally see her bones, and her skin mm-hmm. was sagging. She was dehydrated. It was really bad. And so I would never. First of all. I would never intentionally, like, put her in a position where she got to die or I got to make the choice to to kill her because uh, she's sick. Like, kids become sick. You know what I'm saying? Your child could be born with a permanent disability that they can never be independent. And these are things that you have to prepare for when you get a dog, when you have a child, when you start anything new. And so it was very expensive. It was, if we've been honest, it cost me $5,000 to mm. have my dog in a hospital. And it was either $5,000 or your dog going to die. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy. So what some people might do is they'll leave the dog there, they'll give up on the dog, they'll put the dog. Whatever they do, I wasn't gonna do that because I do have an attachment to my dog. And she is a part of my little family. Just me and her. So thank God she does have medical insurance. But unfortunately a month later we are still waiting on them to cut me a check. Um and so I'm just number one, I'm grateful that I was able able to swipe a credit card, might I add I did not pay cash. A credit card to pay for this. But all this stuff that's been happening has been very, very stressful for me. I can't lie to you because now the shot that she has is two hundred and eighty dollars every 20 now every 20 25 days she has to get this shot now thank god you can get three to four doses out of this vial of um that the shot comes from but then uh-huh. she has medicine she has to have every single day if i ever predict she's going to be in a stressful environment i have to increase her dosage because of this medicine producing these hormones in her body she's a lot more hungry a lot more thirsty so she pees a lot more so i just have had to readjust my entire life so i on the sidebar i just need people to stop getting pets just because they cute 'Cause that's 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 really uh,
0: the, yeah. that's the only see, highlight. That's, that's
1: how. Yeah. I always see a post on Facebook, Oh, we need to get rid of our pet. We realize we don't have the time to care for him or her as as we expected. Or if her behavior, you have to train a dog, you have to train a kid, you have to teach them how to do things a certain kind of way. And so people get a dog because it's cute and they want to give it a name and they don't think about anything beyond that. And you do have to care for them, feed them, keep them alive. Now, some people are lucky enough that they have the dog and it literally is cute for the rest of its life, they ain't gotta do nothing serious, but as someone that's ha- now had two dogs that has had some kind of medical emergency, I, it is something that absolutely is realistic. Um, so anyway, that's happening. Um, I had a moment at work where I was just extremely overwhelmed, and I expressed that to my manager, and it literally backfired on me. He basically was saying things like, "Well, we hired you to do this." even when as far as printing out my job description and highlighting the bullets that pertains to those things I complained about. I'm not I swear to God, I wish I was lying. And it really pissed me off because I do not complain at my job at all. I take on stuff even when I shouldn't. I extend myself. I work very long days. And I've said on this podcast multiple times that I work 12 to 14-hour days regularly. Today was no different. And so it pissed me off because just when I saw my manager some weeks back, he he his boss, who I don't even know like that, is telling the team, how patient I am and how, how I've taken on this work like a like a champ, you know, and how people should learn from me. And so if my boss's boss saying it, it's because my boss had to have told him because I don't know his boss like that. Then I get a handwritten note from my manager about the work I do. I get a random bonus for the work I do. And so I'm thinking like, okay, this person should understand like that I got a lot going on. Not to mention when my granddaddy passed, I went on bereavement, which I was only allotted five days. Probably could have taken more if we had been honest, but the standard is five days. I, I sent my manager email. I'm like, hey, this is what happened. I get a reply. Don't you worry about it. We'll take care of your work or anything that's on your plate. You just, you know, take the time you need. When I came back, do you think that my stuff was taken care of? <laughs> Absolutely no. not. Now, as somebody who's always overwhelmed at work, always has a plate full, the last thing I want is to come back from bereavement and be dealing with this kind of mess. So now I'm playing catch up, all right? Then I have a vacation that comes up. It's about 10 days that was planned way before anything happened with my granddad or anything like that. I end up not going on that trip, but I end up taking that time because I needed it. I'm like, there's no way I'm canceling this PTO. I need to just take some time and be off. 10 days, I come back. What do you think happened? Nothing. So now I'm, I'm playing catch up from being off five days, catch up for being off 10 days. And now I've reached my breaking point where I'm like, listen, I need some help and I don't get it. And it's, it sucks. So, anyway. I know. I always know how the corporate game works. You literally are just a number. They'll celebrate you. They'll recognize you. They'll do all these things for you. But in reality, you are running a business and they have goals to meet. And I know that my manager probably feels a lot of pressure for his his department to perform as intended. But we are human beings and I have not felt human in this particular position. And it sucks because I really love my company. I do. So that's what I'm dealing with right now. So a uh, combination of these things, I, I I was sick a couple of weeks ago. I just have not been in a position to even think about recording. I just have been. And I, I am somebody that handles stress very well. I probably actually hide it better than I should. I mean, better than most. But I have just not. Life, it, this year was terrible. I'm not going to lie to y'all. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff that has happened that has mm-hmm. disrupted my life that I'm not going to share on this show. But it's one of them things where it's like, bruh. It's life is life so anyway i just want to get it off my chest um not that i owe anybody an explanation but i uh i just feel like this year has not been very fair to me at all so anyway
0: yeah i agree i i've had a rough time this year um i've definitely had worse times so i'm not even
1: this is my worst year ever i know that's a, that's a fact that's yeah a
0: fact. <laughs> this, uh, you know this has just been a, a really weird year for me but i think that <clears throat> I think that I'm just starting to be real with myself and I just need to take the time out to actually learn myself again because I think that I've just been influenced too much about, um, with things around me and not even on purpose. It's just that I'm around it every day. I'm, I'm looking at it every day. I'm consuming it every day and now it's becoming a part of who I am and I don't like that, but it's like nothing I can do. I'm not doing anything to change it, you know? So... I just been kind of taking a break from social media and just breaking away from anything like that. Um, I actually respond to all my text messages now. Uh, That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, like I went from having three hundred and something unread text messages to none.
1: Oh my god! Now are these group chats or what? Is what is Um, the build-up? Some of them are
0: group chats. Some of them are like. text a uh, receipt some of them are like things that i've signed up for some of them are like party so it's a lot of they're not actual people all of them but um some people i just be forgetting to respond to and in my head i'm like if i don't open it then i can remember to respond because once i open it then i'm not gonna know but i yeah. never do it
1: i always mark stuff as unread now because i be forgetting
0: yeah so it's just a, it's just little stuff like that that i'm noticing you know um i've been wanting I've been feeling like I wanted to move out of my apartment just because I'm just uninspired by my space and just the the simple move of one piece of furniture or well, two pieces of furniture <laughs> it just restored life into this apartment. I was like, you know what <laughs> you know what okay now I know I can just get get this here blah 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 whatever also I just I just realized I need to just kind of um, chill on sharing certain things with people or just like with with the public. Um, I keep a lot of things public, and I I got so used to just sharing stuff, or overshare. But I've been watching a lot of like podcasts. So when I wake up now in the morning, instead of being on my phone, I just turn on like an inspirational podcast on YouTube and Mm. sometimes i'll watch it but if i'm just i clean up every morning so like while i'm cleaning up i'll just listen to that and so even this morning i was watching um i don't even know that guy's named this i don't know i'm gonna pull up in a second but he did an interview with Lala anthony i don't know if y'all know that or know what who i'm talking about but during the interview she was just saying how like she was a people pleaser. She always wanted people to like her. She always wanted to be in a good space with people. She was like, she liked the fact that people walk around saying, Oh, you know, Draco, but I mean, not Draco. Lala is cool with everybody. Lala is like nice to everybody, blah, blah, blah. And she realized like how terrible that is on her own personal self esteem because she's like trying to live up to standards of other people so they won't like her. And I feel mm. like I do that without trying. Like, I don't purposely do that, but then I look at certain things, I'm like, That's, I don't need to be doing it. So I don't know. I just had a little, I'd be having like a little assessment with myself sometimes.
1: I mean, that's good. That's a good thing. You know, and you mentioned the social media thing. Actually, one of the um, updates or issues that I have had in the last couple months of my life, recently social media, I felt like I needed to get off because I was seeing outcomes of decisions playing in my face. And I was like, (sighs) I don't need this right now. (laughs) if we be totally honest and i've never been a person ever and i put this on everything i love i've never been a person to compare myself to others or to aspire to have someone else's life and i don't want that now but i did see the aspect the i did see something that happened to some people um that made me be like hmm I wonder if I should have done this or if I should have done that. But, no, I shouldn't have. Thank God I did what I did when that when that time came. But it kind of made me a little salty. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you because yeah. I feel like I – um. it's just – you know, it, I'll say this. It sucks when you play your part like you should and the situation don't play out. Yeah.
0: But then
1: time goes on and you be like, why you couldn't have just – you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, um – I've been feeling like that a lot too lately. Um, I think for me, I just, I'll be comparing my career to certain certain people who I feel like I should be lined up with. Like, oh, we've been doing this same amount of time. We have like similar clients or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Why is it that I'm here and they're there? You know what I'm saying? Like I always put that comparison then I also have these moments where I feel like, am I biting off more than I can chew? Like, am am Mm -hmm. I charging too much or, you know, whatever. That's why I try to have these conversations. And that's why it's very important to share like rates and just, um, salaries and stuff with people because people don't really, don't know sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. especially for me, I don't, I didn't go to school for marketing. I didn't go to school for nothing like that. So a lot of people that, um, when the school for marketing, they branch off into other stuff sometimes. So some makeup artists are marketing blah, blah, blah. But I don't know how how much stuff should cost, especially in a new city. So I just kind of go off of what I feel. Then I even go to on other- people's
1: booking sites and look, or does or is that have it you? on there? Mm.
0: But I ask, and then the problem is is that some people be lying. Like they'll be like, "Oh, I charge this," but then they I, charge. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm so serious. then you
1: asking for you asking folks for the full, and now you looking crazy. Cause it's like such such don't even charge that.
0: And I and and that, that has happened to me before. Like I've done the same uh client as somebody else, and they told me they charge one thing. And so when I went, I'm like, oh, this is my rate, it's the same as theirs. I don't pay them that. What do you mean?
1: Oh wow. You know, like, okay. Hey, people, man, let me tell you something. And i let me tell you a few I'm gonna let you finish and I'm gonna tell the story. I'm sorry. I just got it just came off my heart.
0: <laughs> nah, so I I don't know. I have I've run into situations like that. So you just never really know. And so um I just be having moments where I just feel like I'm biting off more than I could chew. Like, am I doing too much? But me stepping back away from social media and not seeing these people for a minute and not like having these thoughts and just interacting with the real world and just assessing my life trying to organize things in my world I mean even little things to being organized yourself and um I just I'm realize I'm not doing too much I'm not yeah
1: you and you, know you gotta you gotta set your own standard but I understand what you mean like if you don't know what that standard should be you it's like for example um 12 people can have the same job title and they all getting a different pay rate because of what they asked for. Now that mm. company got a budget, but they're not going to be like, Hey, our budget is this amount. So where do you want to fall in line? Cause obviously somebody's going to ask for the max. So they're going to ask you what you think you worth and asking for less does not mean you're going to work less. Does not mean they're going to be easier on you. They're going to give you the same amount of requests and the same amount of pressure. They'll give the person that's paying more, which sucks. And, um, that's what makes me feel about my job. Like I, I, I ask for a good rate, especially compared to the, um, to the the range, but it's absolutely not worth what I'm doing. I have got. I'm telling y'all, I my last job was paying a couple thousand less than this job, and by a couple, I truly mean two. And mm. I was doing significantly less work. And it's not about me wanting to do less work. It's the fact that I know I know what I'm contributing, and I'm not I'm not feeling appreciated, especially when you print out my job description, highlighting bullets like that's very, that was crazy. I'm like,
0: yeah, is I this even the
1: same person? I had to cut the meeting short. I got pissed off. I just couldn't believe it. And it's like, I was speaking to somebody about this, and they were just talking about, like, in a corporate world, you just cannot show any kind of weakness or vulnerability, no matter what, no matter how much of a family they try to save. That's
0: in any field. Yeah, no, I believe that.
1: You and it sucks though it. because they try to give off this whole family vibe, open door policy. And I know better than that. I truly do. But mm-hmm. because of all the recognition I've had and because of the things I've been through this year that I've been transparent about because I've had to take time off from work, there is no grace given. I don't want, I don't, I don't need sympathy or pity parties, but I do want a little understanding because I'd be understanding to them. You know what I'm saying? I'd be extremely patient, as they said. And it's like, dang, this is what I get in return. So, and I'm somebody that never has a problem leaving a job. But I truly thought I found my long-term career home at this place. And and it could be that, you know, something could change to make things better. But right now, and this year in general, I'm just not feeling the support. And it sucks. It really does. Yeah. But I know the feeling was, not too well, child. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. So the thing that was on my heart, Now I don't want this to come off the wrong way, so I'm going to try my best to word it properly. But, like, when you mention people, like, lying about their rates and all these different things, it just makes me think about how I wish that now, I don't know the background of the person that you're talking about, but sometimes I feel like in our own community, we don't really have that community feel or value that we talk about sometimes. Like, you know. Here we go. What?
0: No, I agree 110%. Oh,
1: like, you know obviously we can't rely rely use social media for real life but that's where we we have the most conversation where everybody can see it and it's always as you know black folks we got that look we can look at each other and we communicate we we can you know when it comes to something scandalous we'll look out for each other and that's not to down my own people but i'm just saying like we see opportunity we take care of it but sometimes when it comes to something beneficial i i in my experience i have a harder time getting our people to like be in alignment so like for example I'm always talking about financial stuff when I can. I'm no expert, but I've learned a lot of things on my own research that I want to put out there. I would never charge for that because, I number one, I didn't pay for it. And if I don't have money, why am I paying for information to get money? I I need the money to begin with. So anyway, there's something I... Now, this is crazy. This is a crazy example, but I just... I'm going to bring it home. There are people... In other ethnic groups, let's say they're in the Asian arena, because you know there's a lot of country in this continent of Asia, they'll do things like, sorry y'all, this is the example I gotta use. They'll find a they'll find a remote job in the U.S. Say I say I'm of this ethnic group. I find a job in the U.S. I get the job. I'll get somebody back home to work this job for me, and I'm gonna cut them off a piece of the salary for that job, and I'm gonna take home a piece. So now. My people back home getting put on. I'm getting put on. Now, this is obviously probably illegal. But I'm just saying, it's it's such a common thing that I learned that I'm like, dang. But... Black people, when we come to work, we be afraid to ask for money. We be afraid to take on opportunities that may not be, um, that we may not fit the qualification for. And I'm sure there's a historical co- reason for that, like our our background, where we come from, being stolen from, being abused, being taken advantage of. But these other ethnic groups, they come to America like they own this place, and we the ones that built it. And so I just wish that, um, as a community, we were more flexible and more willing to look after, look out after one another. And the second part is. People can have the intention to want to look out for one another, but it's hard to find people that are on that same wave that aren't trying to take advantage. Because people will act like they here for you, they got they they looking out for the community, and now you scamming people trying to build houses. Now you scamming people taking their credit card information. Now you scamming people like it's just like dang, you you really like 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 for example this DJ Ambi situation. The thing that they're advertising is not illegal. You can. 10,000% buy a house using other people's money. It's called, uh, I forgot what it's called, hard money. It's called a hard money loan. You don't go through the bank. And you. And I remember there was a clip surfacing, and I was like, I know a lot of these folks don't know nothing about buying a house. But DJ Envy made an example like, instead of getting a house and putting down $50,000 for that house, put down 10000 and get four more houses. And, and, they, and people was like, what bank finna give you four, five, ten mortgage loans? It is absolutely possible. Trust me trust mm. me possible nothing about that is illegal nothing illegal there's nothing legal about buying a house without using a bank money all of that is legal the problem is they was taking people's money or caesar was taking people's money and funding other projects so he was selling them on this mm. idea that's legal but he was taking the money and doing other things so now these people he was robbing peter to pay paul that's what was going down so And that's irrelevant. I'm not going to go down and break down how that really works, but I want y'all to know that everything that they were saying that you could do in real estate was the truth and it was legal. And I'm telling you that right now. Anyways, Stuff like that, now if there's another person of color that's like, hey, I want to have this seminar where I teach y'all how to get a house without using the bank's money. Now people going to be hesitant. They don't want to do it because I saw what happened to them people up in New Jersey. Or yeah. now I see what happened to that dude from the breakfast club and all this other stuff. And so now we're going to stick to renting or we're going to stick to doing things, hoarding our money instead of putting it in positions where it can grow. And I just see stuff like this all the time, like on the news, on the internet, from word of mouth, where people have a good opportunity to truly lead people and to truly... Put them into positions to t- or have good opportunities, but instead they want to take advantage, which makes people hesitant, which is why people don't trust banks, which is why people don't trust the police. They don't trust other businesses and institutions. And it sucks. So anyway, I just wish that, you know, we could overcome the things that, you know, at least begin to overcome the things that have held us back. Um, I know many of us have, but a lot of it is for sure. And that's just it's sad. But people definitely putting on an act that they for the people and they not.
0: mm experience it every day let me tell you something there's some people that i've met at close personal face to face i'm not gonna let me let me not <laughs> give no examples but they act like they for the people and they are not
1: yeah Ooh. man it's like damn why do you have to be so selfish it's just it just sucks <laughs> like i see um i don't know i just see a lot of opportunities i'm like man if i could just trust this amount of people to do this, then we would be good. But you know, some people, they want a quick way to the top. They see an opportunity, like, well, shoot, if I do this and I just take 10%, they ain't even gonna notice. And instead, instead of us gaining all together and being fair and equal, but it's just not really, I'm sure other ethnic groups do the same thing to each other. I'm speaking about black folks because I'm a black folk, yeah. but it's just, I just wish that it wasn't like that because we, you know, even though people have low income and people are in poverty, and I know firsthand, there are still other ways to try to work on getting out of that circumstance. It might not work for everybody, and it's not as easy as it might seem, but I made it out, and I know I ain't lucky. So, anyways, let's get into this episode. We, um, You've got a black business of the week?
0: Yep, I'm pulling it up right now. So... I don't know if you guys know or not, but, you know, I started my YouTube channel, what, like a month or two ago, and I feel like it's been going okay. I don't got that many subscribers and followers and stuff, but I've been trying to, like, um, pay attention to a lot of people who um, make videos on growing followings, like, as far as, like, tactics you need to use to... Uh, pull in the audience. Find your niche, st- stuff like that. So there's this one girl who I initially went on her page because she is a chef. So she makes amazing food. Like all her food to me looks good, but she also posts videos on um how she makes money off of TikTok. Like literally, what she does. Um. <laughs> um on tiktoks and instagram just how she makes money off social media and the things that you should do and websites that you can sign up for to get um i don't know what she called it's like a acronym it's like SEO,
1: search engine optimization
0: there we go
1: yeah, so it's basically using key terms and things that will attract people to you when they search for you or search for something. Like if you if you you got makeup right, people search keywords around makeup, you would be the suggested um, result.
0: Exactly. So she has like websites that teach her about that. Obviously, I barely know what I'm talking about when it comes to this, as you, as you can see. But um, yeah, this is what I look at when I go to coffee shops and stuff and I just Google all type of stuff, um, all the different things that she has on her page. I will share this with Alicia though, so y'all can see on her own. But I mean, on you on y'all own.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. I'm really glad that you started your YouTube, and your video is actually your videos are actually of great quality. And I'm, I think it ain't no start. I mean, it ain't, I mean, I'm sure they'll get even better. But it's not given. I just started doing YouTube.
0: That's because I be studying stuff.
1: That's really, good. I, I just never
0: know. Here's the thing with me: I know stuff, but I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to vocalize it, but I okay. know what I'm talking about. I know what i'm doing but i just don't know how to i guess say it out loud That's but yeah fair. I, I sit there and look and look at videos on just how to edit i notice i watch a lot of people's vlogs just to kind of get little tips of how they do their transitions or how they start their youtube videos off how they end them what they put in between what catches people's attention stuff like that and i'm just a melting pot of all that i guess yes and
1: so i want to give a suggestion so i now, I know I'm no expert at speaking, but I do think I'm really good at like verbalizing what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, I think that what what can be helpful is writing down what you however it comes out, writing that down and then start to think about number 1 the message that you are trying to convey and then what you would want to hear if someone was trying to convey that same message. So that will allow you to kind of like include any particular details that you don't want to leave out like I'm uh, just kind of like write a script and just, I, you keep- know
0: what I notice that I do that too. Even when I go to the store, I try to remember everything in my head and when I get to the store and I don't know nothing. And so <laughs> Even like, and even now, like I just use my notepad a lot more. Like I didn't yeah. even know that you can put, um, mm-hmm. Um, the notepad on your widgets—I don't even
1: know how to use my. Yes, own and phone you though. can put voice notes yes. in it. It's okay. It just takes baby steps, but I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm, and it's—I had to become a better speaker because of the type, of, the type of work I do. Because I work in projects and stuff, and I used to be—I still have a long way to go, but I have gotten really good at just. Now I might not I might not know everything, but I definitely am really good at explaining it so it could be well received. Also, working at the Apple store helped with that too, because I had to train people yeah. that had no knowledge. So anyway, I think that, that could be helpful. So writing scripts, creating audio notes, and replaying it until you're happy with what you hear. And that's also how I got good at doing interviews, too.
0: Mm. Okay, maybe I gotta do that. I just hate hearing myself talk, so I don't know about the re You're
1: gonna have to get oh. over it because you edit them videos, don't you? You hear yourself talking on videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tighten up. I'm just
0: playing. I've been trying to work on my my health, too. I ended up making like, so first of all, I don't know about y'all, but when I go to the gym, I just be going to a machine and figuring it out, doing anything. Now, I don't even know if I need to do that or not, but (laughs) I don't have like an actual routine when I go to the gym. So that's something I also been looking up. I've been looking up like different gym workouts and I make like a list in my notepad. So, and when I go to the gym, I'm like, okay, today I'm going to do arms. I just check off. A little checklist at the top It I do three sets of, of 10 on each exercise. And then I'm going to bump it up like every two weeks. I'm like, okay, if I get used to this. Because the problem is I went to the gym maybe like a month ago. And it just kind of discouraged me from going back because I'm in my head. I'm like, oh, I still have the same stamina that I had before I stopped going to the gym. And so I'm picking up 40, 50-pound weights, not thinking nothing of it. Because in actuality, that's not that heavy. But I'm pulling arm muscles. I'm pulling certain muscles in my arm and my, you know what I'm saying. Like I still feel like my shoulder is messed up. So
1: I'm like, okay. It take a while to recover.
0: Yeah, I still feel like my shoulder is messed up. Like it hurts so bad. You
1: might have to stretch a little bit before you work out. You know, ironically, I also been going to the gym. I don't lost 12 pounds. Period. But I don't go to the gym, like a traditional gym. I go to like, you know, like Orange Theory. I don't go to Orange yeah. Theory, but I go to a place called Spinga. And so the Spinga is like short for spin strength yoga. So in a one hour class, we do 20 minutes of uh, Hit or high intensity turbo, ter- intervals yeah. of spin, and then we go to strength where we like do weights exercises, like you know any kind of crunches or whatever, and then we do yoga for the last twenty minutes. And it has been extremely helpful for me because I'm a person that also don't know what to do when I go to the gym, so I would just get on the treadmill for an hour and then go home. But yeah. I actually have built muscle. I have really like my my progress has come such a long way. The last couple months I've been going to singer and and i have not drastically changed the way i eat. i do i do eat better, but i don't i haven't been very drastic with it to have lost the 12 pounds that i lost. so i'm really proud of that cuz my issue is always i go on a diet, i lose the weight and i revert back to my old habits. but if i can maintain certain behaviors with modifications then it works for me. um also um i follow grow with joe on youtube and she has very, very easy to follow workout videos. So I do that at home. So instead of going to the gym, I'm doing like, it's like mostly cardio, but she'll do like dance routines, but it's quick 10 and 20 minute videos. So it's always something you can easily do. And she has an app. If you want like meal prep, you want to take an extra mile, but I strongly suggest following grow with Joe very easy videos. And you actually like, I did like a 20 minute video and I burned like eight, 180 calories. Like it was crazy
0: that's what i'm trying to do now meal prep i've never meal prepped in my life i've never um drank protein shakes i went to gnc maybe two days ago i think and i was just in there like 30 minutes just trying to learn about protein shakes because i see a lot of people drinking them but the problem that i had was when i drank them the last time i had some that actually built muscle like a dummy and I i wasn't working out though
1: oh so it turned into fat
0: yeah and it made Um, me have like bigger shoulders. It was just a lot. wow. Yeah, like it was a mess.
1: I've been drinking green juice from Whole Foods. I go get the big gallon jugs. And that's like my, I'll sort that out as a meal. So I'll have that for breakfast. I'll I'll have for lunch with a snack. And then my dinner will be like, I don't know, some, Veggies of some sort. I really have been not even having a lot of fish. Just mostly, I have. I make like pat, patties out of this chickpea pl- flour. I've been really. I've been doing my thing. Like I said, I've been barely having ice cream. I had ice cream in New York, but that was like a you know season day type of thing. But See, I have. Yeah, man. It's just when life got so stressful that I needed to find something to attach happiness to or some yeah. kind of goal because I'm just like I ain't never been somebody that's been down in the dumps, y'all. It's not to brag, but so this. This year, man, it's been uh, I'm I, I've been thinking about going back to therapy because it's just like I need to like get this junk out. But anyways, um for we can go into shop talk. There's a lot going on, but one of the main things I want to talk about is this Kiki Palmer situation that has literally spiraled into all kinds of stuff. So, see, not, I don't
0: really know too much about it. I went online.
1: Yeah, well, this so we we know the initial story, right? Kiki Palmer's with this guy. They have a baby. Then things yeah. go left when she goes to the Usher concert. He kind of like embarrasses her on the internet, I guess you could say. And then we don't really know what happens after that because they pop up one day on live on her birthday, which was actually a little awkward if you listen to the conversation they were having. And it's it was giving him very much. He 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 trying to play you, but we don't know now. Weeks later, or months later, I guess we get a a headline that Kiki Palmer has filed for primary custody of her of their son, and then she filed a restraining order against Darius Jackson, who's her baby daddy, and then said that he has given had both both physical and mental abuse. Um, That this is followed by a story of the experiences she's had with him, and then still images dropped from a video inside her home of him literally dragging her around the house, like, and it's actually really darn sad. Y'all know I, I'm a Kiki Palmer fan. Now I ain't never biased. I um I well I definitely am on her side in this situation, but I'm just saying I'm not saying these things solely because I'm a Kiki Palmer fan. But I don't know nothing about this this Darius guy. Um, I really hate that a baby is involved. I'm not gonna lie to you. I am a big proponent of see a red flag, break up with it, and um yeah. don't bring a baby into the picture. I have been so anti get pregnant. I can't even tell you how long I've been on birth control. And obviously, that doesn't guarantee not pregnancy. But I am so fearful. Number one, I'm fearful of becoming a single parent. I know that nothing... There's not a lot that you can do to prevent that. Because anything can happen. The father could die. People can flip the script on you. People can do all these different things. You know what I'm saying? But I have tried to do all I can to make sure that I don't end up pregnant by the wrong person. Let alone pregnant at all. But... Um, according to this report, like she had been experiencing violence from him for a while, like even before the baby came along. And I just really hate that for her, man. I I hate that she experienced that. And I'm glad that she got footage because people tried to play Kiki Palmer before when she said that Trey Sons was using sexual intimidation towards her. trying to say she was lying and she was 10 toes. Actually around that time to me is when Kiki Palmer's resurgence started to me. I think that was what, 2017, 2018 or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you know, it just sucks that you have to have receipts for this kind of stuff. Well, only in a world of social media, I'll say that. But I am glad that she had it because it obviously proves, you know, what, what she's talking about. But what's even crazier is this man releases not only screenshot text messages... But audio recordings, thinking that it's gonna make people be in favor of him. And all it did was put pe- people more in favor of Kiki Palmer. Like the type of messages that her mother was sending to his mother, and then a, a audio recorder of her on the phone with him. And it's very clear that Kiki's mother is not just talking out the side of her neck. She's upset about something, very much something. Yeah. But um yeah. the video that was the audio that was released today was so crazy because her mother Mentions that Usher is bisexual. Oh my God. I bet Usher woke up like now. Come on.
0: <laughs> now, how I get in.
1: How I get Again. in. It and, and whether it's true or not, it just was so crazy. And I'm not even faulting her mama because she was in fight or flight mode on behalf of her daughter. Um, but it just sucks, man. I don't even know the point that I'm trying to get it. I just I just hate this happen to her. I hate this happen to no, anybody. No. But it's just like it's Kiki Palm has always been somebody that's been super proud about her personal life. And then boom, that's it. That's a wrap, you know? And I'm just so glad that she's been so booked and busy lately. Like today, she it was announced that she's hosting a Soul Train Awards. I'm just so glad that she's able to continue to work, even though it might not feel good at the moment. Like this man, this personal trainer who worked for you will not stop your show. And I just, y'all, if, you know, if as someone that obviously don't have a dog in this fight, if you see any kind of signs of abuse, please believe them. And before you get a baby involved or anything like that, just if you can just leave. And I know it's not always that simple. I actually was sitting down thinking about, you know, how this could have happened. Right. So I have definitely been in relationships where I have either ignored or excused red flags. I was just trying to think of like, how does that escalate? So, you know, sometimes you're with somebody and something happens, right. You're like, Oh, I don't like that. But they are very apologetic about it. Like I'm tripping. That was wrong. I, this, this. So it's like, okay. He understands the impact this had. This never happened before. I'm going to forgive him. And we just go, you know, keep an eye out. So time goes by. Your love or infatuation for this person grows stronger. You're going on better dates. You're getting better gifts. Whatever. Then something else happened. You're like, dang. What happened? What happened? And so they could apologize again, but now you've seen so much more of this person between the last incident that you are definitely forgiven because you love this person now. And you really yeah. know that they're a good person. You know, they have good ways and they mean well. So these two incidents are not enough to break up with them because they have not done anything else to make you think otherwise. And then time goes on. And now as you fall more in love with people or you spend more time with people, they become more comfortable around you where they don't even, mask themselves anymore they are being who they truly are and you have these feelings for them that you want them now you want to make them be better you want to help them be better you want them to see that they don't have to act that way or so much so as you change your own behaviors or your own habits to avoid them reacting the way that they have because you know that they could be a good person and you don't even realize that you're manipulating yourself or you gaslighting yourself because you in love and you want to be in love because you found this person that does all these things you like regardless of the things that they do that you don't like so I just think it just becomes one of those things where now I have never been in a physically abusive situation, but I've definitely had some mental abuse. I'll say uh, I've definitely been like talked down on things like that. And I had nipped that in the bud because we not we're not going there. And I'm not even somebody that carries that kind of energy. But I can I definitely understand how somebody could make excuses, especially if you truly think you did something to piss this person off and you probably should just do something different next time. Instead of being like, no, he hit me. He shouldn't have hit me. But instead of being like, oh, I pissed him off because he said he don't like this and I did it anyway. You you really started to gaslight yourself. It just sucks. So all in all, y'all, people don't change nine times out of ten. They are who they say they are. And you got to believe it. You got to believe it. You cannot make excuses for them. Yeah, for real, man. Like, seriously. And people, you know, people have changed. People have evolved. But if he's abusive to you, he has absolutely been abusive to other people. This stuff does not come out of nowhere. It is triggered by something. And if you know you don't deserve that, which I don't think anybody deserves, then you have the right to remove yourself from that situation. And don't ever be in a situation... Or do all you can to avoid being in a situation where you some portion of your life is reliant upon this person because if they can feed you, they can starve you. And you don't ever want to be in a situation where you can't go nowhere because you got to find a place to live or you need a car or you need help. Like, please, please, please do all you can to support yourself. Like, this is some advice somebody gave me several years ago and I actually used it. If you ever, let's say you move in with a guy or whoever, girl, whoever you date, whatever place y'all get, Make sure that it's a place that you could afford to to pay for it if y'all ever split. Because I've been in a situation where I was living with a significant other and they end up needing to leave. And thank God, because of that advice I got, I was able to continue to pay that rent until the lease was up. And, and But if I wasn't in that position, I would have got evicted or I would have been homeless or something would have happened that would have uprooted my quality of life. But because I had that advice in the back of my head, I was able to, you know, play my cards right now i know in this climate rent is very expensive mortgages are very expensive so it's a it's a it's a small margin but even with that in mind maybe it's not the time to be sharing a space you know what i'm saying i don't know i don't know everybody's situation but i'm just saying you gotta look out for yourself at the end of the day you gotta do for yourself that's really all all it is to it
0: for sure i believe that too i definitely been in that situation too before where i lived with a significant other and they had to leave but i made sure i was able to cover my portion of the rent
1: me too. If that,
0: you know what I'm saying, but
1: got to. I mean,
0: I mean, I was paying it anyway. No
1: shade. Hello, somebody saying if we being honest, because <laughs> you know, but but yes, yeah, so it, it's just you know, relationships, man. They complicated, and when you I'm have a baby it. involved or a marriage, and that's another reason why I'm not a fan of people of people getting married after a year. Maybe like maybe engaged, maybe. But you just, you really have to see people in so many different circumstances before you decide to share a home with them for the rest of your life. Like, I always like to see a guy deal, comf- deal with conflict resolution. I want to see him deal with loss or grief of some sort. Not like it has to happen, but I want to know how he handles those things and how he treats people around him when that happens. Or how he takes care of himself. Are there things about him that are high maintenance? Because if he high maintenance about himself, he's going to be high maintenance about you. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. he clean? Does he wash the crack of his behind? Does he have a skincare routine? Now, all these things might not be requirements, but they are very important to keep in mind because I, I know some girls, man, they just be so happy to have somebody liking them back. And be the rest be history, for real. Mm-hmm. I know that people always tell me that I'm strict and I'm picky and I'm all these things, but... My life is excellent because of my own efforts. So if you ain't coming around here bringing convenience or benefits, it's no reason and to the be least, here.
0: Like, dang, just make it easy. I don't do too much as it is. I'm not perfect, but God.
1: Dang. Exactly. Keep it pushing. Hmm. <sighs> but anyway, yeah. So, um, I know this episode was a little bit different from the usuals, but you know, mentally, Wait, that's what I'm. I'm in for a long mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and y'all i got so, some changes coming child Woo.
0: oh my god
1: <laughs> life is just life and boy got, i can—I mean i just shared the stuff that i feel like sharing but it's some send some prayers up for me y'all i don't know if i ever asked some prayers on this show but pray for me for real Ask oh, god I'm to send, send me too. some some um i don't even know what i need whatever he got to offer
0: okay <laughs> Be specific, cause you to say that then you're gonna get something that you don't
1: want. Well, if he ain't gonna put me through nothing I can't bear and I don't survive my worst days already. Hey. Uh. <laughs> just keeping it a book.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I
1: okay. made it through. So we got whatever's ahead, but you know, I just need some um I just need a peace of mind, really. I can I, everything else I've got in the clear direction that I need, but mm. but y'all. What they be saying about grief is true. I'm gonna tell you that. I could Never be driving either. home. It I'm s I've said this before, but my life has literally been changed forever. And I have I've had loss. I've lost siblings. I mean, literally, it's just and not to compare the my relationship with them with my granddad, but my granddad my our relationship was absolutely different. And um, you know, it sucks. But, you know. What can you do? We all got our day. So, yeah, what you got going on?
0: Um, I just learned how to use sticky notes on my computer, so I I just um Oh my god. This.
1: How long have you been an Apple user?
0: Alicia. Cool. <laughs> I literally only use my computer, if I'm being honest, I only use my computer to send invoices.
1: Oh, man. You could have had an iPad this whole time.
0: Very much so. Like I use it I use it to like FaceTime and like do Zoom calls. I don't really use it for work cuz I don't have any computer work. I mean, I did yeah. my website and stuff like that, but now that I actually have to use software on here and just, I'm, you know, making lists and all this other stuff, I'm finding out all types of stuff. I'm just over here acting like I just got a computer yesterday and I've had it since what, 2017,
1: 2016. Yeah. Let me say this I told Draco this earlier. I know that um, us Apple users, we want to use all the Apple ecosystem products and I get it. Man, I used to work for Apple. I worked for Apple for five years, and that was in the Apple store, behind the Apple store, corporate. I did all of it. (laughs) Um, If y'all are going to get a MacBook of any capacity, I want you to be very mindful of, and it's not a shot at you, by the way. I'm, no, just
0: trying to I'm t- not t- Okay. No, I'm not true.
1: If you are looking to get an Apple computer, a Mac, an iMac, whatever, any capacity, just think about your lifestyle today and how it could potentially change. So, for example, my first MacBook ever was a MacBook Pro Retina with 128 gigabytes. Now, at that time, I was fresh out of college. I had got through college with a, micro- a Microsoft Surface, which was a tablet at the time. So, I didn't really need a yeah. heavy-duty computer. But, I was getting to that stage of my Life where I was processing data using Excel and things like that. So I, in my mind, just needed a computer that could handle stuff like that. But in the back of my mind, I knew one day I wanted to start a podcast. And starting a podcast means you need a computer with a high processing power because it has to be able to support programs that take up a lot of speed while running it. So as a microphone, you got Logic, you got video processor, Mm -hmm. audio. Those things will drain your battery, which means it will drain the capacity of your computer. I'm gonna try to keep it none as none high level tech as possible, but The person who sold my MacBook told me to always keep in mind any lifestyle changes. And because I did not listen, I ended up buying a new MacBook at some some point. And I had to get one that had more storage, number one, because, yes, it's nice to have an external hard drive. And, yes, that might be budget-friendly. It is extremely inconvenient. You got to tote it around. You got to find it. You better hope it continues to work. All these different things. And it's not seamless. It doesn't live on your computer in those Apple applications that it was designed to use. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, one thing
1: I will say is my 128 gigabyte MacBook Pro, if I had just spent at that time another $200, maybe $150, I could have gotten double the storage. So I could have gotten a storage value of two MacBook Pros if I just spent about $200 more. So keep that in mind. There might be a lot up front when you swipe that card, but it'll cost you even more when you buy a new MacBook because you ran out of storage. Um. So, anyway, a lot of things can be done by having an iPad, which is just an extra large iPhone. If we being honest, um, but you need that screen space and that capacity. But but a MacBook Air will not help you start your podcast. It will not kick off your tech career. You cannot. You know, I'm just being real. Try the computer's gonna be loud, Pro baby. Your computer's computer gonna sound like it's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you need something, where, if you're going to do anything in the tech or creative space, you absolutely need something with high processing capacity. So do take that effort to go to the Apple store and speak to a specialist who can really walk you through it. And yes, budget is very important. But if you feel like you cannot get the MacBook you're supposed to have for what you're working on at that moment because of the budget, you might need to consider a PC. And I know it's not the cool thing, but it's the truth. It is the truth because a MacBook is over $1,000 and a couple hundred dollars is what it's going to take for you to get the one you really need. And if you're not willing to spend a couple hundred, go on and save 50% of that money and get you a PC. And I mean that. I had customers mm. all the time come back after that 14-day um, return period realizing what well, I was right. And there's nothing I can do about it. Now you got a paperweight. That's me. <laughs> paperweight t-shirt. I get it, though. I get it. Because they they're come. they expensive. You're talking about we got to get Care, a case, extra chargers. I get it. But it is an investment. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's a mess,
0: but it's fine though. I, I mean, yeah. I guess I got it together now. Computer, <laughs> that was partially the reason why we couldn't record because my dad' on computer with an update. I forgot about cool. that,
1: so it wasn't even all on me. No, go ahead, Draco. Take some of this, this load off me. <laughs>
0: my computer couldn't <laughs> It was just a mess. Like Yo, I just Wi-Fi I
1: mean, one week.
0: My Wi-Fi the second week. Stuff.
1: It was your computer storage.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, my it's God.
1: okay, though. It's all good. We, we survived our worst storm. day.
0: We made, it mm-hmm. we made it through. So ain't going to be too much complaining. I'm so glad. I'm working on. I need to stop complaining so damn much.
1: Please do. Find the silver lining and everything. Think about it first before you let out that complaint. Because there's always somebody well, doing I ain't going to try right. to
0: find the silver lining because I'm tired of seeing silver. Thanks to <laughs> Renaissance. <laughs>
1: oh, Lord.
0: That's right. Oh, That's Lord. That's what I miss. I miss the seeing the Renaissance videos. It kept my timeline fine.
1: Yeah, I said the same thing. I'm like, dang, I Beyonce just at home now. Wherever she at,
0: she <sighs> is in, she is in Malibu. In oh, the is, rain. She,
1: is that where she live?
0: I don't know. I'm just saying, JB stuff up in my head. Whenever people get off on like a big tour like that, I feel like they just be on vacation every day.
1: They should. Lord knows, I would, honey. Ready, 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 son. Say.
0: This is probably the first time it has rained in about. Five months, that's why I keep looking out the window. Oh, child,
1: stay away from the highways. I know it's some landslides and traffic jams with that rain. That's how it was oh, in the back, yeah, child. they ain't know how to act when it rained. I'm like, child,
0: yeah, they definitely don't know how to drive when it in the rain and the highway shut down.
1: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: downtown, it's a mess. Pray for me, y'all. I don't pray, up.
1: pray for both of us. Do mine separate though. I need, I need, the, I need all the one on one I can get. No.
0: <laughs> Don't don't tie my prayers in with nobody else. I don't need
1: that. Well, I need my one on one, baby. Give me give me my one. You going mm. to see the Renaissance movie or film?
0: Um, yes, but I don't know. I don't want to see it when it first come out, just because I want to let the stands get get on. I said and get the it on same
1: thing. I'm going to see it that Sunday, which is really not enough cushion, but I think it'll be enough for it. the real deal fans gonna be there on day one. But I um I don't. I'm even going to a matinee, which it might not make a difference, but I'm like you. I'm going to let the the, the bit step is gone in that first.
0: I, I mean, and you know what's so crazy? I feel like I'm one of the biggest Beyonce fans, but I just, I'm not doing the routines in public. Like, I'm not going to get oh and, my God. and stand I'm up in a field doing again. the routines, yelling. I really wish that this came on Netflix, not even because of that. I just want, I just want to be able to watch it in my own comfort.
1: Yeah, like, you know what's funny? I almost got a ticket to see it in Kennesaw, but I was like, "Nah, I ain't gonna go that's that far."
0: they're gonna have <laughs> doing in the Kennesaw. They're gonna have uh KKK outside. Cannonballs,
1: <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. They want to black. Like, I know all the black folks gonna be there tonight. Uh-uh, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna get me. But now I'm going to a, a diverse area. But I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to. it. But I, I might, I might dress up just because I know other people will. But I'm going by myself, so.
0: Oh my god, the silver is going to wear me so, out. So,
1: and see you off social media so you won't get no spoilers unless you're going to be back by then. No.
0: I'm no, I know. uh uh-uh. Um, I'm actually back on now. I just I'm on right now because I'm going to I'm about to post something, but then I'm about to delete the app again.
1: So that's what I'm, yeah. I'm going to
0: do. I'm just because until I can get to a space where I can have the app on my phone without actually sitting there scrolling through it, then anytime I need to use it, I'll download it upload what I need to and then delete
1: it yeah I need to wrap this social media stuff up so when I make this change I'm about to make I think that's gonna be the best time for me to do that I might actually get into my content creator bag with that please do yeah because the thing about it is I
0: know that I, can, I know that I can do it it just be I just have to take my time I just and do don't it. care naturally good at stuff like that
1: but I don't care enough. It'd be like, never mind. I ain't gonna record this. You
0: actually been vlogging since MySpace, if you want to be honest, because you used to have that camera. <laughs> you know who's every- killing
1: I'm- the content creation stuff right now. Who Janae? Janae, you
0: yes. follow her on
1: TikTok? Yes. She doing her. She is a. She is really an influencer now. And, he-
0: and she, but she, she got the. I feel like Janae got the TikTok voice. Like she, she got do. the voice.
1: And it's so funny because I'm like, I hope these people know this is her real voice. This is really this her is personality. How she talk. And it's how she acts. It's, she's not faking it. She's really being no. herself. But she's doing such a good job. And it actually made me think about, it encouraged me a little bit because we're around the same age. And um, I just, I just think that with the thing I'm about to do, I have a lot of stuff to cover. And I, that will allow me to tie in the things that I've done previously and other little details about myself. And then I can quit my job and I can just say F it. Mm. So, but I'm actually gonna start a business too. I'm I got a lot of things on planning. I'm just changing everything about whatever you knew about me is different now.
0: Same, same. <laughs> I think it's because we're finna turn 35. We having a um That's
1: exactly what it is. I swear <laughs> to God, it's gotta be. And you know, because... 35 and Namaste look just alike. Namaste look like number thirty five.
0: Yeah. I got it on Hello my face.
1: somebody. There you go.
0: Yeah, no, I just been I've been really feeling different lately i'm like you know what i'm just getting my life better but day by day but it's because day i'm time.
1: that's exactly mm. what it is i'm having a really big party for my 35th birthday by the way so i don't know if you're gonna be in atlanta around um my birthday probably not i have to be yeah it's I'm not really big like it's gonna be like party of the year but i'm actually i actually rented out a venue i already paid for it and i'm, I'm, wearing I'm my hair
0: I'm... like that my hair um i already just picked up my hair that i'm gonna wear for your birthday it's in your okay. DM.
1: Oh brother. Anyways, (laughs) all right. Let's wrap this episode up so you can get to your client. Yes. um, Oh my god. Oh my god. If you wear that, I'm I'm kicking you out.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: But all right, Draco. Well, I had fun catching up. I know this wasn't necessarily the most fun tone episode, but it was necessary. I just feel like I don't ever want to be somebody because I know sometimes I might. I don't know. I just don't ever want to give up a persona that things are what they are not. I try to be authentic. Same. Yeah.
0: Yeah, people. I don't know. I, I guess people think because I live in LA, life is great, and it's not. Yeah, <laughs> that's not it. Now, now, granted, a lot of things are better. I will, I will say. people then-
1: associate positivity with money, and because it's expensive to live out there, you must be doing excellent. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get no, it. I
0: don't believe dog do this thing, but it's cool.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> all right what? it's been another episode of od podcast man how let your girl
0: i let your swirl
1: and your twirl and your earl and your lock up domestic abusers okay
0: lock them up Defund fund
1: baby daddies pre birth control
0: okay just <laughs> <laughs> just i don't know <laughs> Not even bye Oh yeah.